Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This is 7 News with Angela Cox. Good evening. There's been another double-digit spike in COVID-19 cases in Victoria, a rise that will have wider implications across the country. Queensland has today declared the entire Greater Melbourne area a hotspot, forcing people into mandatory quarantine when returning from the city. No word yet on whether New South Wales plans to close its border with Victoria. Blake Johnson reports from Melbourne, where tough new restrictions begin at midnight. And authorities here in Victoria have a very blunt message. Blatant breaches of COVID-19 restrictions will see you fined. From midnight, we are back to limits of five visitors per household and ten people at outdoor gatherings. This is partly because the spike in community transmission here is coming from family gatherings. Victoria has recorded 19 new coronavirus cases. Now some suburbs faced door-to-door visits from police to make sure rules are being followed. This is a really critical moment. Action is necessary. Victoria Police need to um, heighten their enforcement, strengthen that enforcement once again. And while Queensland's borders remain closed to Victoria, even Queenslanders wanting to return home, who have been staying in so-called hotspots, will have to go into quarantine. All of Greater Melbourne is now considered a hotspot from the perspective of Queensland Health. What that means is that anyone who travels there and returns to Queensland, whether they are Queenslanders or not, whether they are there for an essential purpose or not, will be required to quarantine for 14 days. Still no word from the New South Wales government about whether it will consider tightening border controls with its southern neighbour. Federal health officials say they won't be telling the states how to respond. That is a matter for the states and territories and their first ministers and relevant departments, so we don't have anything to add to that. Queensland again recorded no new cases overnight, while there were five cases recorded in New South Wales. In Queensland, up to 10,000 fans will be allowed in stadiums from next weekend. The state government announced the changes today after a successful trial. Smaller stadiums can operate at 25% capacity. Social distancing rules will still be in place and there will be more sanitising. It comes just in time for NRL fans to see an all-Queensland match-up when the Broncos and Titans go head-to-head next Saturday. 
Three people have died and another three are injured after a man went on a stabbing rampage in a park outside London. It's still not clear what prompted the attack. Our Europe Bureau Chief Hugh Whitfield joins me live from the town of Reading. Hugh, what do police know about the man who carried out this attack? And he is said to be a 25-year-old Libyan national who was living nearby. Heavily armed police raided his flat a couple of kilometres from the scene here overnight. It all happened in this popular park in the heart of Reading, about 70 kilometres from central London. It was a beautiful sunny evening here. There were groups of people picnicking and drinking in the park when this armed man went from group to group stabbing people in the neck and in the torso indiscriminately before he was tackled by a lone police sergeant. Suddenly this, this one lone man uh, darted off the path to the left towards them, um, stabbed one just once, went around to the next person, stabbed them, went around to the next person and managed to get three of them before anyone sort of realised and ran away. Three people were killed. Three people were seriously injured. They are being treated at a nearby hospital. At this stage, police are treating this as a murder investigation, but they say they are keeping an open mind and counter-terror police are involved in the investigation. And that suggests that it is in the very early stages as they try to work out just who this attacker was, his background, and what he may have been saying in the lead-up to this attack. Now, just a couple of hours before what happened here in the park, it was hosting a Black Lives Matter protest. Uh, the organisers of that protest and police both say that the protest was well and truly over by the time this stabbing attack happened. Ange. OK, Hugh Whitfeld, thank you. Donald Trump says he urged officials to slow down testing for COVID-19 because more tests mean more cases are detected. He made the comment at his first campaign rally since the pandemic. A White House official later said he was, quote, obviously kidding. Our US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney was at the rally. It was billed as a campaign comeback, Donald Trump's first rally in three months, but it wasn't quite a full house here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The president had planned to deliver an address at an outside event, but cancelled when the numbers dwindled. The president used his rally speech to criticise civil unrest over the death of George Floyd and downplaying the threat of coronavirus. When you see 25,000 people walking down Fifth Avenue or walking down a street of a Democrat-run city, you never hear them saying they're not wearing their mask. When you do testing to that extent, you're going to find more people, you're going to find more cases. So I said to my people, slow the testing down, please. Just hours before the president took to the stage, it was revealed six Trump staffers had contracted the virus and sat out of the event. Supporters were given temperature checks, hand sanitizer and masks, though the majority chose not to wear them. Some had camped for a week to be front and centre at the rally, undeterred by the spike in corona cases and the health risks of gathering in large numbers inside. Trump supporters were smart enough to, to understand that we're not going to put fellow Trump supporters at risk. No, nothing was going to stop me from being here today. The campaign relaunch comes as America grapples with the human and economic toll of coronavirus. At the heart of the 2020 campaign is a pitch that Donald Trump rebuilt the economy once and can rebuild it again. But with less than five months to go until the election, he's trailing in the polls. 
demonstrators gathering outside to counter-protest the president's visit, with extra police reinforcements called in, along with the National Guard. Despite concerns from the White House's own coronavirus task force, the campaign plans to now ramp up its rallies. Residents in New South Wales who are struggling financially will have their fines slashed in half to ease stress during the pandemic. Anyone who receives a Centrelink payment can apply for a discount on traffic, speeding and parking fines. The concession also applies to police-issued infringements like stealing or disorderly conduct. Recipients of the JobKeeper payment are also eligible. The changes will come into effect from the beginning of next month. Federal Finance Minister Matthias Cormann has confirmed his department is considering a request from Labor MPs to have their offices scoured for bugging devices. Tim Lester is covering the story in Canberra. Ange, this is the upshot of last week's extraordinary Adem Somyarek sting. The Victorian Cabinet Minister sacked on the strength of video and audio recordings he had no knowledge of at the time. He was making expletive-laden remarks about colleagues, but also appearing to engage in wide-scale branch stacking to increase his own power in the party. The government has enjoyed Labor's discomfort on this. This morning, the Finance Minister confirmed other unnamed Labor MPs are seeking checks that their officers don't have hidden cameras or microphones. I understand that there have been some requests uh, from uh, various uh, federal Labor MPs to have their uh, officers swept for bugs. Of course, there's a far larger espionage threat at play. China, accused of carrying out a wide-scale cyber attack on Australian institutions. It calls the claims baseless nonsense. Cyber experts here tell Seven News one of the targets of the attacks is likely research information to combat the COVID-19 virus. And they may well be looking for latest developments where the pandemic's tracking. Whoever gets that vaccine first is going to have a step ahead of the rest of the world. So, yes, it would be of interest. And here, Ange, Parliament has risen for the next six weeks, leaving much of the political focus on a by-election due in a fortnight. Shark nets off the Gold Coast have trapped a third whale in as many days. It's fuelled calls for the nets to be removed. But as Alex Lewis reports, there's also been a reminder of why they are there. A great white shark spotted nearby. And the humpback was spotted in distress early this morning, a few hundred metres off surface Paradise Beach. As the young adult came up for air, it was clear just how tightly it was entangled. With the nets coiled around its head, the whale desperately tugged against the rope. There must have been a struggle before we arrived because, as I said, he snapped the anchor line. Using a blade on the end of a pole, rescuers worked to cut the ropes one by one. Hold it there, hold it there. Thankfully for them, the sea was calm, but it was still tense on board the SeaWorld boat. Diving! as the creature, believed to be 8 to 10 metres long, contorted its powerful body, the crew copping a spray at one point. He was still full of energy. In a torpedo-like burst, the whale broke the surface and with the flick of its tail, shrugged off the nets. The Gold Coast Bay is becoming more and more important as a resting area and increasingly also for mothers with calves. On Friday, rescuers freed a mother and calf caught in nets off Main Beach, reigniting the debate whether they should be removed during the migration. I think it needs to go. 
the shark net. Obviously, they're, they're there for a reason. This is the reason. Less than an hour after this morning's rescue, a great white shark was spotted lurking off surface paradise. A fisherman reported it via an app, which sent out an alert. The kind of technology that marine activists say makes the nets redundant. Prevent that interaction between the sharks and humans. Around 30,000 whales pass by here every year. And with the numbers off our coast still rising, so is the likelihood of entanglements. A man armed with a knife has been hit by a car as he tried to run from police in Brisbane overnight. The 33-year-old had been acting erratically in Southbank and tried to enter a building in the early evening. When police arrived and challenged him, the man ran and was struck by a car. He suffered a head injury and remains in ICU. Police are investigating. Up to 500 protesters have marched through Brisbane demanding refugees being held in a hotel be released by Christmas. Protesters defied police who took them, took them to court last week to try to stop them from gathering on busy roads. Isabel Mullen reports. Well, Ange, this is the protest police took to court. They tried to stop about 500 protesters from gathering on Main Street. As you can see today, police weren't successful. Now, these protesters are rallying against the detention of refugees at the Kangaroo Point Hotel. 120 male asylum seekers are detained inside the hotel indefinitely. Some have been there for seven years. It's important when we talk about community and helping each other, it includes the men that are inside. It's a peaceful protest with a powerful message. Protesters want free movement in and out of the hotel, stop force transfers to higher security compounds and for processing to start now to get everyone out by Christmas. The reason why we come here is because we believe in a brighter future and we look to Australia for hope. Natalie Farah is a Syrian refugee. She arrived in Australia seven years ago. She was 15 years old. All I know is that we came here because we couldn't stay home anymore. And when people here aren't accepting of that, of a basic human right, then there's something wrong in Australia. For the most part, it's been a very peaceful protest. Just one activist has been arrested. China has released details of a controversial new law for Hong Kong. Under the plan changes, new police and prosecution units would target certain political crimes. Some trials would be carried out in mainland China. Beijing insists the law would only target troublemakers who pose a threat. But democracy activists fear it will erode the political freedoms and autonomy granted to Hong Kong when it was handed over from British rule. Prince William has been captured in candid moments with his children, George, Charlotte and Louis. Kate, an enthusiastic photographer, took the photos at Sandringham Estate. They were released to mark William's 38th birthday and Father's Day in the UK. He sure looks like he's enjoying his time at home with the kids, but like a lot of dads, the Duke of Cambridge says he's looking forward to a pint at his local when the pubs reopen. Teenage daredevils armed with GoPros have recorded themselves cliff jumping. Today, they apologised after their dangerous antics prompted an expensive search effort. They spoke to Peter Fagan. Well, Lance, this vision has certainly had an impact. It's now found itself at New South Wales Parliament. Three teenagers from Sydney filmed these incredible pictures of themselves yesterday, cliff diving into a place called the Kiama Blowhole. Uh, south of Sydney. Just take a look at some of this vision. Yeah! Oh, 
Now, Ange, the boys drew quite a crowd. Hundreds gathered on the cliff and were treated to an incredible spectacle. Now, all three are trained lifeguards and all have experience in cliff diving, and they also take their safety extremely seriously. We always work on um, just being there for each other because um, we are... We are passionate about this. But Ange, not everybody is in press. Emergency services, including a helicopter, were called yesterday by a member of the public after it was reported that one of the crew may not have surfaced after jumping in. Uh, the search was, of course, costly, involving police, ambulance and lifeguards. Yeah! Well, this is deeply disappointing. Uh, there's a reason why there's a viewing platform and not a jumping platform. People might think they're having a good time, but that often comes at the expense of taxpayers. That is not acceptable. The boys were very apologetic for any stress or inconvenience they caused emergency services yesterday and stating it was never their intentions and they just want to further stress that they are trained in what they do and, of course, again, they take their safety very seriously. For many of us, 2020 has already felt like a very long year. The good news is we're now halfway through it. Today marks the winter solstice and to celebrate the shortest day of the year, researchers at Australia's Antarctic stations took a dip in the sub-zero waters. The team hasn't seen sunlight for five weeks, but the solstice marks a turning point in the long, dark winter. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.